I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to The Best Bits with Alice and Lily. We'd like to recognize the traditional peoples of this continent whose land was stolen nearly 250 years ago. In particular, we at The Best Bits would like to acknowledge the traditional owners and the land in which this podcast is being recorded today, and we extend our respects to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Hello, darling. <laughs> How <laughs> are you? Good. That's How good, my love. I'm good. I have a bit of a coffee headache, you know, when you oh wait too long and- to have a coffee and you, like, get withdrawals. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wait, so oh. you haven't had a coffee today? I've had one, but I had it so late that, oh. that I don't know. I, I don't think know it's like, really, I think you've got an issue. I know. It's like I'm addicted to it. Like it's like a drug or something. Technically, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I had this like raging headache and I had a coffee and then straight after it, I just wanted another one. Oh, okay. Like hold out. Hold out. I had to go to the dentist this morning, so I had yeah. to. I didn't want to drink coffee beforehand because I didn't want to have coffee breath going to the yeah. dentist. Okay. Um, anyways, big headache, blah, 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 blah. How are you? <laughs> oh, God. I'm good. I um, I actually I feel good. Yeah. Good. I went to the laundry this morning. I did all my washing. Already? Yep. Oh, I did it like 7 a.m. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well Thank done. you. I needed to. My, my house is a mess. Mm, your house um <laughs> yeah Ziggy was like super sandy over the weekend I didn't have time to do it so I did it early and now I'm just in a really clean environment it feels really good oh that's so nice so that's the best feeling when you cleaned your sheets you cleaned yeah. your clothes and everything just feels oh, like fresh. I now have clothes again to wear like oh oh anyway so that's how I am oh I love that for you I'm gonna do my washing today please yes do it. that is the inspiration I need Thank you so um, much. What is your quote? Go quote first. My quote. My quote is, you are not meant to live like the others. You are meant to live as yourself. Oh. Which I think is nice because I feel like that's, and you could probably resonate with this too, Lil, like mm. 
I don't know. Like I'm not, I feel like there's this expectation, maybe, I don't know, that like you just do what everyone else is doing, mm. be that professional life or personal life or whatever. And I think that you got to remember that like you're mentally for yourself, not for anyone else. Mm. Mm. And so I think that's a a nice quote. For I me. love that quote. I love that quote. My quote is from a book that I'm reading at the moment. It's a super famous one. It's Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. And it's about his experience in the Holocaust. And he's a uh, psychiatrist. Mm. And oh. he was literally writing his thesis, thesis when he um, got taken into the concentration camp. And it's just such a magnificent book. I highly recommend it. It's really small, so it's sort of easy to get through. But the quote is, everything can be taken from from a man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. And the whole sort of idea behind the, the book essentially is that these horrible, horrible things are happening in you know, a, a concentration camp, of course, it's it's horrible. But the way he speaks about attitude and purpose and hope is so amazing. So I highly, highly recommend that book. It's, it's blowing my mind. It's amazing. Isn't it interesting? Okay, I just had deja vu and I don't know if I was talking to you about this, but I was listening to a podcast you know what? It was a podcast by Sarah Grimberg on right. Mm. And they talked about this book. I just remembered. Mm-hmm. I was like, why am I? And that they were talking about how hope mm. can save lives and hope can like extend your life further. Yeah. It's, it's so amazing. He tells this one story in the book where one of the people that were in the camp with him that he knew prior to being in the concentration camp said that he had had a dream that they were going to be liberated uh, um, I think it's like the 30th of March or something. And he had this dream in like mid-February and, and all, um, all up until 30th of March, you know, he was obviously not strong and healthy and fit, but he was alive and, and doing okay. And as the 30th of March, you know, neared closer and closer and it was clear that they weren't going to be liberated, literally on the 30th of March, he died I'm pretty sure it was like the 31st of March he died because it was so clear that this hope that he had wasn't going to come to fruition and it was like all the hope was taken from him and that's when he died it's such a fascinating book highly recommend I love it I want to read that oh you'll love it you'll love it it's amazing what's the the best and worst of your week the best and worst so I the only worst that I have is that I have been really itchy lately. What? <laughs> Do you have lice? <laughs> I actually think I have sea lice because oh. I jump in the ocean every day, right? And yep. I don't think Ziggy has nits. I mean, what's it called? Fleas. I checked him. I am insanely itchy to a point where I've been bleeding because I've been itching oh, myself so much. No. And it's really annoying me. So that's my worst bit. Um, if anyone knows what's wrong with me, let me know because I don't really want to go to the doctor because I think you have like, little marks. Yeah, I have like little bumps on my like grooves. It's like it's like I've been bitten by things, but they're not like mosquitoes, and they come up during the day and like it's everywhere on my legs, on my arms. Could be midges. 
Yeah, that's they, what somebody said. Yeah, they get like little. Are you sure it's not bed bugs? That's why I washed everything today. Yeah, but if you get bed bugs, you can't. Even, you have to literally burn everything. Bed bugs isn't a wash; it's a burn. Oh, yeah, it's fuck. Well, I don't think it is bed bugs. Like, why would it be? Like, nah. Like, I wash nah. my stuff every week. So, yeah. anyway, so that's my worst bit. Oh yeah, um, that's though. My best bit is um, I just feel like my best bit is last weekend. Um. It was real. I just, I spent it with like some friends um, who I knew from Canala and it was really nice. It's just really nice to catch up with familiar faces. Mm. And that was really nice. Um, and also, I'm just really happy right now. Oh, that makes me so happy. You look really happy. You're glowing. I love it. Yes. Oh. Um, what about you? Oh. Um, my best was on father's day i got to see all of my family and we went down to brisbane and just had like a really nice lunch and just spent time together it was so nice um it's very rare that it's just us five because we all have partners now which is obviously amazing and 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 great and we love it when they're there but it was just us five um and it was just so special and lovely and yeah it was just like full of happiness that's really nice just felt really really yeah very wholesome very wholesome uh the worst oh this is gonna sound like so privileged and and i hope not tone deaf but we Mm. uh we, we tried to buy a house at the start of the week um and we it it was very very small small place but I just fell in love with it as soon as I walked in it was oh I just loved it so much I had this I just really thought that we were going to get it like I really thought this is going to be my home and I was envisioning like our life there and everything and we didn't get it (laughs) and it went for so much money that was ridiculous would not have even been nearly possible for us um and yeah it's just it's such a hard process when you get your heart set on something and then it gets taken from you yeah I cried which I don't know is another little privileged little (laughs) that's okay like yes okay like not many people can buy a house in the market right now but like that doesn't mean that you can't be sad yeah that you didn't get it like yeah whatever yeah um, you know what bigger and better things the reason yes exactly exactly bigger and better things and i'm just i think it's good to have those rejections and those yeah like get your hopes up and then they kind of get you know, squash. I think it is good because next time, whenever it is that we go for a place, I don't think that I will put as much of my heart and soul into it and I will kind of lower my expectations a bit and everything. And I think it's just something that you go through when you you are looking for a place to live that like you get your 
hopes up and then you don't and then you look back and you're like, oh, I'm so glad I ended up here. So rejection is just redirection. It's so bloody true. Um, But, yeah, that's my worst. I cried. I'm sorry. I didn't know you cried. Yeah, I I really thought that it was like that that was going to be my home. I just really thought it. There's a reason. There's a reason. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. Anyway, should we get on to the actual episode? Yes, I'm excited for this episode. We've kind of decided that once a month we're going to do our what is it? Bestie, bestie advice. We're calling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that we're going to do that because you guys really liked the first one and we really enjoyed doing it. It kind of feels yeah. like we're talking to to you guys, which is really nice. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. That's so true. Yeah. That's what we're going to do um, today. Yeah, and you guys sent through the questions on Instagram, so yes. we'll just go through them all. Yes. And, um, yeah, if you guys have any other questions, just send us a message and we'll do it in the next Betsy Device episode. Yes, we would love that. Okay, should we do it? Let's do it. Hit Let me. me get the questions up. All right, so what is your point of view on work-life balance and work-life integration? Ooh, I think work-life balance is so important oh 100 percent. like it's a non-negotiable I think anyway I I think so too and I think it kind of connects to our episode on hustle culture Mm. in that a lot of the ideas that are peddled in society is is work 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 make as much money as you can blah 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 but it's like what happens to your life then yeah what is your life is work then. So I think the balance is so, so important, but I think it's really hard to get. Yeah. And especially I find it really hard in terms of time management and because obviously I'm quite in charge of my own schedule because I have my own business, I really am not the, yeah, not the best at time management. So I find it quite hard to schedule schedule it in a way so that I can have like a really nice balance yeah whereas I think you are much better at that you're really good at organizing your schedule and setting aside time for the things you know I feel like you would be someone that like schedules in the 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 rest or the you know the chill time or whatever whereas I just yeah my mind doesn't compute like that so I find it hard but I, yeah, I think it's one of the most important things yeah. to to do. And I think probably like my number one tip, which is something that I'm working on, is time management yeah. and managing your schedule in a way so that you can have that balance. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think that mm. like, it's just come, I think everyone's different, right? Like I think mm. for me, I, and I look at my family and I'm like, I got my organization skills from my mom and my dad because they're mm. super organized to a point where it's like kind of bad. But um, for me, I really relish in my own time and my own space and like mm. spending time to just chill or whatever. But I also know that I want to do things and achieve things and like I love my job. So it's like for me, I do the job stuff, I do the work, and then I feel okay with just resting, relaxing because I've done mm. the thing. Yes. Whereas if I kind of just like chilled throughout the day, did a bit of this, bit of that, I kind of get to the end of the day and I'd be like, I kind of didn't do anything. Like I felt mm. like I, I did stuff, but like I also didn't relax because it wasn't like an intentional 
you know, like yes. sections of my day. So that's what I find really useful with the work-life balance mm. and the way I approach it is like you work mm. and then you life. Mm. Then kind of trying to smoosh it all into one day and like mm. not have like separated, um, yeah, like kind of, yeah, not be separated. Um, However, I think we do talk from a place of privilege because we do own our own businesses. And for me, like, for example, I went to the laundry this morning at like 7 a.m. Some people I know wouldn't be able to do that because they're on the train to work. So I understand my privilege in being able to organize my life around or my my job around my life rather than the Mm. opposite. Mm. Um, Mm. But I think that's just because I really, really, really want to have a balance of my life and I want to get to the end of the week and not be like absolutely screwed and tired mm. and exhausted and not have a weekend to just like enjoy myself and be with friends and be connected and mm. be like, you know, energetic. Mm. Um, mm. However, I also, I also think it's really important to note that like, <clears throat> and I think we mentioned this in the hustle culture episode, sometimes like you you might not feel very balanced. Sometimes you might be working heaps and as a result, you haven't been able to put as much time into your life. And I, I say that because work is your life, but like, can be your life, sorry, but like is in like things that are outside of work. Um, yes. And say, for example, if you have a kid, like sometimes work goes out the window and you've got to mm-hmm. focus on your kids. So obviously your priorities shift, but from a day-to-day basis, I think the key, you're right, is being organized and going, mm-hmm. I want to have a balance. I need to be organized to be able to facilitate that balance. And mm-hmm. otherwise, like, it kind of all just smushes into one. You don't feel like you're doing anything. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I think it's a conscious choice that you have to make. Yes. And it's effort that you have to put in to have that balance yeah because it's not just going to come like that and maybe it means that you have to say no to Mm -hmm. certain things yeah if you're in a corporate job Mm -hmm. maybe it is saying no to that extra work or maybe it's saying no to that promotion which might mean that it's it's less money but I think it's where you have to put in your values and your priorities and actually consciously make those decisions which Mm. is tricky yeah Yeah, but I ultimately think if you have that balance like your life is just going to going to feel so much more in flow Mm -hmm. and I think it's also a conscious choice of when you get home from work Mm. to yeah say okay this is this is home this mm-hmm. isn't work, this is home. And mm-hmm. having that actual separation, maybe you have boundaries in play of well, I don't talk about that at home or maybe you talk about it for 30 minutes, 45 minutes if you've had a really stressful day and you have a partner and you can kind of chat about it and, you know, if you need to vent, absolutely. But actually having firm boundaries in play I think is really important yeah. for balance. Otherwise yeah. you'll just you'll just just live through through work and that's it because it's really easy to get caught up in it 100 Mm percent and I talked about this in the quick bit on Tuesday about like when you say yes Yes. and when you say no and the boundaries so if you are interested in more well yeah go to the quick bit from Tuesday um but yeah and I also think yeah like everyone's everyone's idea on work-life balance is also very different for some people Mm -hmm. Work-life balance is literally just having a weekend for themselves and, like, the whole week they just, like, hustle and whatever, whereas for other people it's, like, going to work, okay, cool, but, like, 
having like three hours in the evening to do whatever they want. Some people are like, no, I want to be able to run a marathon. So, okay, like maybe you've got to take mm. different sort of priorities and put boundaries in place. So everyone's take on work-life balance is important, is different, sorry, but regardless, it's important to know what yours is and actually set time aside to figure out what that actually looks like and then make adjustments where you need to, put boundaries mm. where you need to, create space where you need to, and then practice it where you need to as well. Hundred percent. It's 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 a practice and it's mm. a conscious effort. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Hopefully that helps. Yeah. Okay. So the next one is sometimes I wake up at three a.m. and can't sleep because I feel shaky, like weird blood sugar. Why does this happen, and what do I do? Okay. Uh I might answer this. Mm. God, that's a million dollar question. So mm. I'm gonna say that. There's a few things that could be going on here. The first thing is you're not eating enough at night, say mm. for dinner, and as a result, you're really, really, really hypoglycemic. So basically your blood sugar is so low that you like, feel shaky. That mm. could be Another one could be, for example, you do struggle with blood sugar levels. Maybe you're pre-diabetic or you're diabetic or mm. you have something like PCOS where your insulin levels are a bit chaotic because of that. So there could be like more of a biochemical reason. Um Another reason could be, for example, like stress. Stress can make such profound changes in terms of your blood sugar levels. Maybe, for example, you're like super stressed when you go to bed, you have terrible nightmares and your blood sugar just drops because of the adrenaline that's going through your body. Um, There could be, for example, the things that you're having in the evening. So let's pretend that you had, I don't know, like a huge bowl of white wheat pasta and tomato paste right not many proteins not many uh fibers and not many fats as a result your blood sugar levels really really rise quickly and then drop all of a sudden in the evening at about three o'clock those are my potential like um, reasonings but if you are feeling that way and it's really common, 100% go to the doctor because there could actually be something a little bit more intense going on. Mm. And, yeah, that isn't a normal reaction that your body should be having at 3 a.m. in the morning. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Could it be possible that the the shakiness is also a form of anxiety or is that like 100%. a very um, specific feeling low blood sugar? Like is that? Would you know the difference between sort of anxiety and low blood sugar or are they? Mm, low fine? blood sugar, I would say, I actually think they're very similar. So like when mm. you have low blood sugar levels, low to a point where like, like not just like low, like fully low, mm. you get like um, sweats, shakiness, headaches, mm. like that kind of heart, really, really like um, pa- palpitation, heart palpitations. Mm. Um, you feel like your blood pressure is really low as well so you might get mm. up and like fall over and faint you mm. might actually have um like blurred speech so they're very similar they kind of like um cross over if you think about a pie chart they're like got very similar in the middle but they yeah. are also di- very very different so i would suggest firstly like asking yourself whether it's anxiety or whether it's blood sugar and if it's blood mm. sugar going to the doctor because yeah like that stuff you can actually help and assist yeah. with obviously with anxiety you can as well and it's really important but you know, it, it's it's a different kind of um, management tool for sure. Yeah, yeah. So you want to get those tests. Yeah, get the cool. tests. Get the test, get the girl. girl. Okay, next question. Tips on how to get out of the victim mentality. Oh, love it. Do you have any? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Anything to say, Lou? Victim mentality. It's such a big one. It is yeah. such a big one. And it's a tricky one to talk about because yeah. when yeah. The, the word victim is, you know, if you're, if you're typically – if you're a victim, you have been victimized, you've been hurt, you have been the victim maybe of a, of a crime or a trauma or, or something. So sometimes it's funny when we use that term victim in less traumatic situations. So I think it's a tricky one to talk about. But essentially victim mentality is when you, I guess you, you, in, embrace that term and it becomes a part of your identity if yeah. certain things have happened to you you very much identify with them yeah and it's a very easy one to fall into because that victim mentality is a much psychologically it's a much safer one for you because it means that you don't necessarily have to rise above what's what's going on in your life you don't have to face what's happened you know you can just kind of sit in that victim and be safe in terms of getting out of it, I think the fact that, you, that you've that you asked this question means that you want to get out of it. And I would almost say that's kind of like the opposite of, of victim mentality because that is taking an empowered step and an empowered yeah. approach. Yeah. And I think that's a big part of it is empowering yourself and realizing why you don't want to be the victim anymore. Like, what is that doing for you? How is that affecting your life? How is it affecting those around you? What could it be like to not be the victim anymore and to empower yourself? So I think thinking about all of that will will really, really help. But at the end of the day, it is about taking active steps to empower yourself and to gain gain that confidence within yourself to know that you are so much more than a victim and I think that kind of comes into play when we're stepping into that that victim mentality it it is sort of an energy of well this is all I have Hmm. this is my identity yeah so I think it is realizing that you're so much more than that and realizing what what it is that makes you you that has absolutely nothing to do with being a victim Sorry. I like what you said. Oh, sorry, Lou. I no, like how you said, like, um, I'm not bigger than the thing. Like, mm. I think when you're in this victim mentality, mentality it, like, it kind of restricts you to be, to, to, to like, I guess, to, to grow or to, to, to extend through that, uh, past mm. that point. And I think about, for example, like, 
if events happen in your life which are really unfair and are not nice, mm-hmm. you sort of stay in that. It's sort of like, you know, you're you've been in pain, okay, like you've experienced pain, but now you're choosing that suffering. Mm. And when you choose that suffering, you can't, ex- you can't, I guess, escape from that space mm-hmm. and therefore you can't grow and you can't mm. be bigger than that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm sure we see it in our work as well um, where those people who don't accept what's happened and, and don't want that to define who they are and their identity mm. are far more likely to to succeed in their recovery or, you know, the management of their mental, mental health, et cetera, mm. et cetera. Mm-hmm. Mm. Absolutely. And it immediately makes me again, think about the book that I'm reading mm. is like in every sense of the word, someone being in a concentration camp is a victim. They're a victim oh, of, sure. of horrible atrocities, yeah. but it's, it's the attitude that makes all of the difference. And I yeah. think it's switching and reframing that attitude, but say you know, I don't want to be blasé about it because if, if you are yeah. the victim of something really, really traumatic, like, yeah. yeah, you're you're in victim mentality because you are a victim, like you've been a victim of something. Yes. So yeah. I think seeking professional help for that as well is something that's really, really important Yeah. if for it sure. is something that is genuinely very traumatic for you because. But I think as well, yeah. don't like, yes, I agree. However, if you're in that victim mentality, usually you don't reach out to get help because it's like you're you're sort of mm. like within that pain. So right. I think the fact that when you do get help, that means you've kind of you're outsourcing or like yeah. you're out, you're getting out of that victim mentality because it's like yes, this wasn't my fault, but this is my responsibility, and I need yeah. to get out of this, and yeah. therefore you can escape from that victim mentality in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I completely agree. So I I guess it's feeling worthy enough. To not be a victim anymore. Yes, correct. Which is yeah, hard. Which is hard. Yeah. Great question, though. <clears throat> really, really good question. I love this question. So there's another one um, about stress, but this is how to tell the difference between being a stress head and actually having anxiety. <laughs> I think. I think that they're, they're qu- probably quite interlinked, and I think because of stigmas around anxiety and stuff, I think yeah. for a long time you know you'd just say you stress 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 whereas maybe it is anxiety that you're actually suffering with but typically anxiety is um catastrophizing things so if if you have something that's going on in your life like uh, a, a deadline coming up in work and you're struggling with it and if you don't make that deadline then you know, you, I don't know what happens in corporate jobs. <laughs> Maybe you get fired. I don't know. <laughs> well, no, no. <laughs> I've never lived in an office, been in an office before. All I know is from movies. Yeah, um, yeah. But, you know, that's a real stress and you're experiencing stress. So I think that is um, kind of how to tell the difference is that, mm-hmm. you know, you are experiencing real life stress over a, a real life situation. Yeah. Whereas anxiety is more fearing the future mm-hmm. and thinking of all the types of different things that could go wrong. Uh, but they're very similar in the sense that they both trigger that fight or flight response. So the feeling that you're experiencing in your body is very, very similar. So I would almost say that that's kind of all that that really matters and both stress and anxiety need to be dealt with. 
Yes. In, to an extent. In, yeah, I think I so. Stress yeah. is good too sometimes. Stress is good. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, it can motivate you to yeah. get shit done and yeah. everything. But I almost think it's like a common sense thing. It's like, okay, is this stress, is this really overwhelming yeah. me? Like, yeah. is, this, yeah. is this a bit not normal? Yeah. yeah. And should I be feeling this way? Yeah. And checking in with yourself as to is is this kind of a, a little bit extreme? Is this yeah. unhealthy to me? Is this keeping me up at night? Is is this affecting my health? Am I not eating because of this? Like really checking in with yourself as to what how it's affecting your life and then from there taking appropriate action. But, you know, I think if you're if saying just, you know, I'm just a stress head, it's like, okay, that can be your identity if 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 you want, but you don't you don't have to be you don't yeah. have to be that. And yeah. there are things you can do. Oh, so, like yeah. fucking oath. <laughs> That's what I would say. That's what I would say. But we all go through stress, and it's such yeah. a normal part of life. Like, fuck, it's normal. Um, yeah, just recognizing think, that as well. Yeah, and it's normal. And I think that I would say. If I I agree with everything you said, and I think to like sort of, in addition to that, for me when I experience stress, I kind of like, in a way like, you know, like gets me doing shit. Whereas yes. anxiety for me, like it stagnates me. It like yeah. it's all like a whole body experience where it's like I can't do anything. Like mm. I can't make up my mind. I'm in this weird limbo, spacey mm. situation, and I feel like. That for me, I can recognize a difference. Like when I'm stressed, I'm like, go get shit done, like whatever. Yeah. Like I'm like, yeah. whereas anxiety is like, I've got like this like gray, like or like foggy window in my brain. Yeah. That's for me the difference. Yeah, that's so interesting. I think that would probably be the difference for a lot of people. Mm. I think it would be. I think for me, it's when I'm anxious and when I'm stressed, mm. I get the fogginess. Mm. the stress doesn't necessarily motivate me I'm sure it does you know in some ways or little bits of it but if it's like an overwhelming stress I get that Mm. uh, freeze yeah yeah everything's foggy I can't think clearly yeah Yeah, so they're quite similar for me Mm. 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 yeah yeah everyone's different right yeah a hundred percent but great question though yeah I think if it's overwhelming you just yeah, seek help for it because Boy, I feel like that's every answer. Seek help. Seek help. Get oh, help. <laughs> um, this is a question that I'm interested in. Um, on your opinion, the question is how do I develop self self worth? Oh, I love this question. I think it's it's so funny that it's even a question. Correct. Self worth. I think everyone is born. Yeah. Worthy. And every single person in this planet is worthy, but it's one of the biggest issues that we experience is feeling not worthy. Mm -hmm. And I think to me, getting to the core of why you don't feel worthy is a really, really big thing. Mm. And the understanding of that can really help with a lot of realizations as to how you feel that, why that actually might not be true and being able to make changes from there 
So I think getting to the core of it's really important. But I think asking yourself, getting really honest with yourself, why don't I feel worthy? What am I not worthy of? Who do I see that's that's around me that's worthy and why don't I feel like I am? And, yeah, I think just getting really clear with yourself because self-worth is, I, th- I just think it's one of the most important things for our overall sense of well-being because if we don't feel worthy, mm. we don't put our ourselves out there like, we are and as we should we don't go for things that might make us really happy we experience a lot of anxiety and it can it can really stagnate us in in a big way so I think getting to the core of it is super super important in terms of things you can do I I think it's I don't really believe in the whole sort of like toxic positivity like um you know, I am worthy, I am amazing, I am this. I think it's doing the actual deep-seated work to figure out why don't I feel worthy. And there's so many realizations that you can come to as to where you developed that idea because you you weren't born not feeling worthy. Like It was developed at at a time and reinforced over time and, and it's getting in touch with what, what those moments actually were and were they even fucking true Mm -hmm. and let's reevaluate let's reassess Mm -hmm. because I 100% believe that if you have developed the idea that you're not worthy that's not an accurate belief it's not accurate so where did you come up with it and why do you believe it I think that's honestly like my biggest tip is understanding the hell out of it I love it. I agree with that. Um, I I think there is a lot of like, oh, like this, like develop your self-worth by like doing affirmations and looking yourself Mm. in the mirror and being like, I love you. And Mm. I think it's like really nice to say, but like if you don't know why your like self-worth is so fucking shit, Mm. it's like, it's kind of like it, you don't believe it. Like Mm -hmm. you you haven't figured out why it's so on the ground anyway. Mm. What I will say, and I will add to yours, your, um, answer Lil is I also think it's very important to surround yourself with people who respect Mm. you and have like see you as a worthy person Mm. because you could do all the work you could figure out that you know I've I have low self-worth because this happened when I was four years old whatever Mm. but if you're surrounded by people who treat you like shit who Mm. don't see your worth like it's very very hard for you to believe that yes and yeah I, I I I I think it's like to be honest, like freaking important and vital to be with people who back you and and see you as as somebody who is worthy yeah. of everything. A hundred percent. Couldn't have said it any better myself, my love. Thanks, darling. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> um, okay, next one. Oh, we've only got one more left. Oh. <laughs> I love this. Oh, this is about food. Top tips to save money as a uni student. Everything costs so much and it's tough AF. Ah, yes. Uni student days. I think there's this this really good doco that I watched on Netflix. I don't know what it was called. Uh, It was something about, like, finding finding your definition of wealthy or what it means to be rich to you, like finding your own sense of, 
of being your own rich and it was all about like spending on the money spending money on the things that you actually value and not spending money on things that you don't value and I think that's a really important one when you're trying to save money is you can't spend money on everything like everything that everybody else is spending money on you you can't do that especially when you're a uni student so I think it is making a list of the things that you obviously need food you need you know those things so doing that like that's you know number one and then a couple other things that you really prioritize and you really value and spending money on those things and just foregoing other things you know if you can live on an instant coffee a day and you don't need a barista coffee Mm -hmm. do that so Mm -hmm. because maybe you value you know your Friday sushi or whatever it is that you you know makes your Friday really enjoyable or whatever I think it's just putting in yeah your priorities and what you want to spend money on and not spending money on the other stuff because you can't do everything you can't you can't and I think that's the realization you have to get to is you can't buy everything and you can't have everything particularly this time in your life when you're a uni student it's hard Oh, hundred percent. Like, I guess it's that wants versus needs, right? Like yes. sometimes you've got to do what you need and, and fuck off what you want because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. uni's hard and you can't work as much and, you know, accommodation, I'm sure you're potentially away from home. So you've got all these other expenses going on. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I'll say, like from a food point of view, yeah. is like, I would suggest bulk making food, freezing it, mm-hmm. ensuring Sorry, there's plain. Can you hear that? Oh. No, but I think it just went over me and then went over you. Oh, that's cute. I think it's the same plane. Oh, my God, cool. cute. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Um. Oh, anyway, so um. sorry, back to the food. Um, bulk making foods, um, choosing cheap on special ingredients, uh, going mm. home brand where you can. Don't think you have to buy organic and all this shit. Like, fuck mm. that. No, just go do what you can and – also, remembering that like Uber Eats and takeaway, that's expensive. That is expensive and you can get a meal for like a whole week that costs 30 bucks versus mm-hmm. a meal for one night that costs 30 bucks. So be really strategic about it, but also remember that it's, you know, you need to enjoy your food. So don't think you have to be surviving your two minute noodles mm-hmm. for the next two years. Like actually make food that you enjoy and you like, mm-hmm. but make it so it lasts make it so it's made from good ingredients but cheaper ingredients mm-hmm. and find specials where you can whether that's with meats or or whatever mm. just fucking buy it in bulk and then freeze it and use it where you can yeah yeah 100 percent. it doesn't take that much money to eat pretty well no no you, do it. you just have to be a bit inventive but you can do it Oh, yeah. Like mm. all food is expensive now, like all of it, mm-hmm. whether that's mm-hmm. bad food, quote-unquote, or not great bad food. Like, mm-hmm. And you've, like, you like you just got to be smart about it. And, mm. you know, like the biggest thing I see as a dietitian is I see people doing all these fancy things and it's thinking that they need to cook different meals every single day and, mm. like, fancy shit and, like, using, like, all these random spices when it's like, no, you don't need to. You absolutely don't need to. And the other thing is the food waste. You know, people go and go to the supermarket and buy all this food because they think they're going to be quote-unquote good. They don't actually want the food and then they chuck it out and get Uber Eats for the rest of the week. Like that's where we spend the big bucks. Mm-hmm. 100%. Fraser and I used to, we've kind of 
out of the habit now, but we used to every Sunday plan exactly what we we're going to be eating for the week. Mm-hmm. So we'd plan all of our dinners. We usually eat sort of the same lunch every day and the same breakfast every day. So we'd yeah. go through a recipe book, like usually like a Jamie Oliver, five ingredient, whatever it is. We'd pick five of them and we'd buy the ingredients for them and then there's no wastage because we know exactly what we're going to be eating and we'd obviously pick the cheaper meals so you you can be really strategic with it it just takes actually consciously putting aside that time to do that and yeah it just takes a little bit more effort but it's so doable yeah 100 Mm. yeah um but then again, if you really want to buy organic food, like that's cool too, but you probably have to make sacrifices somewhere else. Like yeah. you might not be able to buy like clothes that, that are mm-hmm. really nice or something. I don't know, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, you have to make sacrifices in some areas. And like we do too. It's not like, you know, like far Oh, out. my God, yeah. <laughs> like I'm the biggest cheapskate when it comes to food. Yeah. My mom yeah. rent everything. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, yeah, I'm. I think I'm good with my money. I'm not crazy, mm. but Fraser's definitely more frugal. So yeah. we balance each other out. Really yeah, it's good. I'm like, it's good to yeah, have I that. want that. I want that. So I'm going to buy that, even though it's not on special. And Fraser's like, yeah. yeah, but you could get this and it's on the special. I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I we see what that. you did there. Yeah. It's a good dynamic. See, so <laughs> I'm like, okay, so like $1 per 100 grams or $0.95 cents per 100 grams. Okay, $0.95 cents per 100 grams. Okay. <laughs> Like, I'm so – that's just how you, I was brought up. Like, my mum was like, yep. absolutely not. We're freaking bringing popcorn to the cinema. You're not buying it from the cinema. My mum's yep. like <laughs> – Yep, yep, yeah. We used to do that too, actually. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, it's um, it's tough. Uni, uni's tough. Oh, it's tough. It's tough. And, yeah, it's not exactly the – um. yeah, like everything is so expensive at the moment. So it's probably even harder than when we were in uni. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. We wish you well. <laughs> we wish you well. Yeah. Um, okay. That's well, that it. was fun. That was so fun. I love that. If you have any other questions for us, please send them in. Yes. Because we will answer them on our next Bestie Advice episode. Yep. We'll do one a month. Yeah. And, yeah, we really enjoy it and hope you guys do too. It's super fun. I don't know if we're totally totally qualified to give advice but i mean i mean i feel like if you'll take it yeah um (laughs) yes and if you want to rate review 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 review, that would be amazing um but yeah we hope you enjoyed this episode and we will see you on tuesday bye bye everyone bye Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.